Hey, hey, stay. How's it going? Hi, uh, <laughs> it's going well. Enjoying a very uh, nice uh, cold uh, London evening afternoon. How about you? <laughs> yeah, just uh, recovering after a big Thanksgiving leftover lunch. <laughs> <laughs> wow, how was that? Uh, it was fun. We had a uh, we had some friends over on Friday and had like so there were like seven of us and just had all the traditional stuff turkey mashed potatoes gravy and then some like Puerto Rican staples like pernil and like rice and yeah a lot of a lot of a uh, lot of drinks a lot of food <laughs> nice <laughs> how was the turkey it was good uh, yeah. They have this uh, really simple way of making it, which is like they, they sell these uh, like plastic bags that you can put a turkey in. I, oh, I never yeah. even heard of this until a couple of years ago, but like you basically just put the turkey in the plastic bag, put it in the pan and put it in the oven for four and a half hours. And uh, I guess like the the juices kind of flow back to the top in the bag. So it like auto bastes it for four hours and it ends up very tasty. Okay, that sounds great. I, I think I've actually saw, uh, seen that in some movies, like turkey in a bag, you just put the whole bag in the oven and that's it. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it seems like, it seems a little weird to be putting a plastic bag in the oven, but I guess it's like a certain type of plastic that doesn't yeah. help. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. The wonders of modern technology, allowing you to put turkey in a bag <laughs> in the oven. <laughs> That's pretty nice. Yeah, I sometimes get these casseroles that, uh, like, people over here are big on, uh, like, uh, semi-prep stuff. So stuff you just get from the supermarket mm -hmm. and you just uh, put in the oven, just take uh, the lid off the top and that's it. Uh, and some of them are pretty tasty. So they're like a home-cooked meal. But, yeah way easier and just like shove it in the, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's nice. Especially yeah. when it's not like frozen first, it's more like just prepared and uh, you do the last step. Yeah, exactly. They're surprisingly good. I don't know what they put in them, but they're, they're pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then the, the day after Thanksgiving here, we had our first snow of the season. So it's a, uh, it's already melted, but uh, it's like down to the 20s and teens temperature wise, which let's see, what what is that in in Celsius? I wouldn't know. It, like nine, negative 10. <laughs> okay. So it's, oh, it's yeah. even hotter than here. Yeah. It's been like five Celsius over here. <laughs> so yeah, winter, winter is pretty much over here. So I've uh, got, uh, even got the gloves out. Didn't snow yet though. It's nice, you know. Uh, are you a snow person? Do you like the snow? I, I like the snow. I mean, I think I've learned, like coming from Florida, I've learned like the, the equipment I need to not struggle in it. You know, the right clothes, not, to not be too cold or too hot. The right shoes that I won't be like, I won't have wet feet. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Snow's really cool, but it's a bit problematic. I mean, there's like so much stuff to, you know, take care of when there's snow, especially after it melts and there's that slush. I love snow, but I hate the slush. I don't hate anything more than the slush. 
I mean, I love <laughs> snow as much as I hate the slush that comes afterwards. And yeah, growing up in Bucharest, usually it was like that because you, you have like huge snow, uh, 50 centimeters of snow, and then it just melted away and you got this uh, like really like dirty slush uh, just a couple of weeks, you know, in, in spring and yeah, it was horrible. Yeah, so I kind of like snow. And you've been to Dragonsteel. How was that? Yeah, that was, it was so much fun. It was, it, it reminded me of like anime conventions I used to go to in high school or something. Like it was just like a, a bunch of super fans of uh, Brandon Sanderson's books and other, the other authors there. Um, just two full days of talks. There were like four different rooms with panels going at a, at a time. And there was a like huge game room with board games and um, like D and D going, um, and then there was like a an interactive like LARP game, like a live action role playing game, where um, you had to like seek out certain things in the convention center, which oh. was uh, which kept it fun because there were constantly people just walking around playing it. Okay, so kind of like a treasure hunt or something like that. Yeah, something like that. Like some of them were. Like you have to talk to people and get these little tokens they called reality icons um, from one of uh, Sanderson's books. Mm. Uh, another one you had to like take photos of certain things or you had to uh, scan certain QR codes that were hidden around. Um, so yeah, it was it was a fun like mini game. <laughs> wow, that sounds great. And I've seen like the conference rooms were huge. I didn't expect that from. I mean. I read that Sanderson has like an army of fans, which is like a very interesting phenomenon for us in the book world to witness. But, you know, <laughs> there's one thing to have book fans on the internet and there's another thing to have a conference, like a conference room as big as that one, which I'm guessing was like filled with, <laughs> with, with people. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was packed by the for at least a couple things, including like the final closing. Um, but yeah, like yeah, it was it was big enough that it had like a main stage, two screens, and then like a football field back. There were three other screens with more seating behind that. So yeah, it, it gave you kind of a good look at what was going on on the main stage from anywhere, which I very much appreciated because I kind of. Uh, I, I watched the opening keynote at the front or the opening ceremony at the very front where I took the, yeah. the video of the, the yeah. song that they sang. <laughs> and then I kind of hung out in the back after that. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, I really like the video. I didn't like quite understand. I mean, uh, I like the singing. <laughs> I tried to like get what they were singing about, but I'm guessing, you know, uh, it's more like an internal universe kind of thing. You had to read the books, right? To gets what it was about okay yeah it kind of it kind of was joking between like uh book industry jokes convention jokes uh things specific to sanderson and things specific to like dragon steel the company itself so yeah it kind of was all over the place i'm sure that they'll like uh have a recording of it that they 
like present on the channel that probably has like the full um like subtitles along with it cuz they they played the subtitles on the the screens but as i was recording i kept going back and forth from like the screen to the people i probably should have just concentrated on the screen so you could actually see what they were singing <laughs> nah it was actually good uh, you caught the atmosphere you know, the whole like spirit of the song <laughs> Yeah, but that was nice. I mean, I was amazed uh, about the whole thing, reading the, the, the blog post, you know, the, the sheer, like, scale of it, yeah, I guess. I mean, it's a, uh, yeah. this is just, like, <laughs> his books. That's, it's not like a book convention, like a fantasy convention. It's just like the Brandon Sanderson convention. Yeah. What, what was your feel yep. of the whole thing? And, uh, yeah. One thing that really kind of surprised me is like, you know, I've, I've read like every Brandon Sanderson book, which is probably like 50 ish books. And I thought, you know, that would be like the minority, but that was like the, the minimum, <laughs> like well, most, of the, <laughs> most of the talk, most of the talks that I went in were like, um, this is a, a spoiler talk. And when they say spoiler talk, they mean spoilers for 50 books. Like, in other words, it's open season for anything you want to mention across any Sanderson work. And so it's it's not like this is spoilers for this book or this series. It's this is spoilers for everything he's ever written. <laughs> and that's how most of the talks were structured. So if if you go in and you haven't read everything, then there were probably a number of panels where you would have had to just turn right around unless you wanted to be spoiled. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's good to know for anyone who's thinking about going. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> I mean, but they I did they did a good job of announcing it. Okay, uh, that's good. That's good. <laughs> I'm guessing, you know. I mean, I wouldn't expect people to read fifty books, but yeah, <laughs> that's that's a lot. Those are yeah. some dedicated fans. I mean. Yeah, I didn't know he had yeah. so much. And a lot of people in costume. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that, you know, they were, like, huge on uh, uh, cosplay. <laughs> Everyone was, like, doing their eye, and the costumes were were amazing. <laughs> so, yeah, the whole thing was uh, pretty, pretty <laughs> crazy. Yeah, I haven't seen, like, something for, like, the universe of an author. So, well, well put together. Yeah. And they announced next year, <clears throat> like this conference was on a Monday and Tuesday because the book that the conference is based around that's coming out, um, came out on Tuesday night at okay. like, a, or maybe it was Monday night at like, you know, Tuesday at 12 a.m. Eastern, 10, p 10 p.m. Um, mountain time. Mm -hmm. So the conference was kind of around that release date. And uh, next year, when they do Dragonsteel, it's going to be on a Thursday, Friday, Saturday. <laughs> and they're releasing the book on, I think, Saturday at, at midnight. I, I'm not sure if it's Friday night at midnight or Saturday night at midnight, but one of those two. Um, because I guess now Sanderson has enough sway that he can uh, release a book on a weekend. He doesn't have to do it on the typical Tuesday schedule. Okay. Oh, I didn't know about the Tuesday Central. What was was that? Is it like the usual time when they release books? 
Yeah, yeah. It, I think it's the same for movies that are, it used to be the same for movies that were coming out on like DVD and like Blu-ray. It might still be like Tuesday's kind of the release date for those the same way okay. like Friday is normally the release date for in theater movies. Um, you know, all of this has been changing as with COVID yeah, and other things, but like, yeah, landscape <laughs> changing, I guess, <laughs> but yeah. that's, that's, that's but, interesting. Uh, I, what's the, is there like, you know, like the reason or is there an actual reason maybe like how the industry like releases statements, that kind of stuff? I, yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like it's been that way since before the internet. So it's probably some like older reason than than uh, technology or than uh, like internet technology um let's see yeah i don't know here you can anyway, ask, uh, uh you're getting blocked a little bit uh, i think it's my connection that freezes so in case i don't answer it's it's that I, am i freezing up on your end probably not i think the video is freezing up but i think it's um probably we're 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 still sending the video to our like video processor oh, okay, but it might not be showing up great for the two of us ah that's fine so according to uh chat gpt so, some of the reasons for tuesday releases is uh because it allows publishers to get take advantage of entire week sales it mm. gives media coverage over the entire week so news outlets, book reviewers, and everyone can um, review it for the weekend. And mm -hmm. in the past, new books were typically shipped to bookstores on Mondays. This allowed the stores to have the books ready for sale on Tuesdays. Okay. <laughs> Sounds pretty solid. And I guess I it's mean. just... Yeah. And it, and it apparently it's a U.S. specific thing too. So I guess in other countries it's not so much a, a Tuesday thing. Yeah, I haven't heard about that, but you know it's probably. I mean, it makes sense at, at least in the old world. I <laughs> guess it made sense over in like the two thousands, uh, where yeah they had to like promote it throughout the week. Well, maybe now in the like big publisher universe as well. <laughs> But uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's that's really interesting, you know. That it, it could be like interesting to cover the anticipation for from before when a book like this goes live, when we implement discussions. I, I'm thinking that would be like really interesting to to see. So, for instance, you have the book, and you know it's gonna be released, and uh you have discussions on that book pre-release maybe we can even do something special you know before don't know what exactly but it would be nice to be like this celebratory moment and uh, maybe we could do a feed <laughs> item for books that just launched and we could like throw them in the feeds mm -hmm. of all the people like brandon sanderson's uh book just launched and it gets like pushed through everybody's feed and we do it for like mm -hmm. more popular books maybe yeah it's i think one of the things that i i'm still like trying to figure out what what direction we go is f for the the feed how much of it is 
stuff that you follow being fed to you and how much of it is recommendations being fed to you. Cause right now we're, it's mm -hmm. like full out, like you follow these people and that's what you get. Yeah. So yeah, it's like, how much do we go in that direction of, um, like recommendations? Mm -hmm. I think but to be, to be I determined, mean, I think. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, it's a, it's a balance. I mean, we could say like half and half or 60, 40 or 70, 30, but, uh, uh, I'm guessing it could land anywhere. Uh, some people might prefer their recommendations to expand their, um, network or their reach or their outlook. Uh, some people might prefer to keep it only to the uh, people they're following. I guess Twitter did that pretty well with the separation between the following and uh, for you. So for you would have plenty of recommendations following. I think it would be just like ads and people you follow. So we could do that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. One one way could be to have it where like when you're setting up your feed, you select like what you want to see in it. And it's like, yeah. I want to see activity from my follower, from people I follow, re reviews or ratings from people I follow, yeah. um, rec recommendations or like activity on discussions. It's almost like a, it, it's like a customizer for your feed. And that's what, yeah. You could maybe like change that at any time, but yeah. Yeah, that would be actually great. And very few, I don't know, maybe just Facebook has this, else you can like opt out. So you can like customize your feed. So that would be like really, really interesting. Uh, I mean, for these kinds of events, like a big author launches a book. I like to see it. I mean, even if I don't follow the author, I'd like to see, uh, I've, I've always had this question. I'm going on book sites that cover, cover releases, but I'd love to have that on hardcover. When we have good data on what books are getting released this month and as they are released to be aware of those releases, uh, I mean, might not be uh, books I even am interested in, but I don't know. I kind of like seeing them being launched as a reader. I don't know why it makes me like happy a little bit that something is launched. <laughs> and it also like makes me curious about, oh, let's see. Uh, I guess the curiosity would be what are people actually writing about in 2023, even if it's not like interesting to me, but yeah. I don't know what's So for instance, I don't read like young adult, but I like looking at what young adult books are popular right now. Uh, for some reason. Yeah. I really like doing that. Although I'm probably not going to read the books, but, uh, I really like seeing, you know, the topics, I guess, to, yeah, out of curiosity, I guess. I yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's it's it, it's kind of like looking at the like New York Times bestseller list. It's it's like a snapshot yeah. of what kind of the current cultural zeitgeist is focused on, and whether or not you're focused on any particular thing in there, you're usually able to see like some patterns in it. Like, oh, people are kind of really tending towards dystopian fiction this year. <laughs> yeah, or, uh, yeah exactly. things like that. Yeah. 
yeah yeah okay. i mean really well put i think that's like actually it but uh, having those in the feed would be <clears throat> nice seeing those books uh, as they launch as they uh, as maybe people in my network discuss them it would be like really interesting uh i also yeah. like them graphically i think young author books have some of the best book covers and uh, some of them go heavily into illustration. So that's like another reason I'm like interested in the books themselves. And yeah, I end up reading the summary or the uh, description as well. And some of them are interesting. Maybe I should, yeah, start reading a few. Might be like when I got into K, uh, K drama which I wouldn't think would happen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. These kinds of things. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. How about you? Do you like K-drama? <laughs> I, I do. At least the couple I've seen. Like, my wife watches uh, more of them than I do, but I've, I've watched a couple with her. And, like, yeah. it's, they've always been fun. You know, it's, you know, it could just be something like a, a, a dentist in a small town in, in Korea. Oh, and you're like, Oh, somehow this is entertaining. Exact, I, I know that exact series <laughs> and I freaking loved it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yep. yeah, they're really compelling. I don't know why, but uh, see that, this, this kind of thing. I never would have thought, you know, I'd actually like, like this, but yeah. The, the discovery part would be like really interesting and since they're new books and they appear there I think they might be uh, there's that reason so this book is new is just launched else you know it would have to be like kind of uh, here's this book maybe you'd like it but you know it doesn't have anything to do with your reading if it's like a newly launched book could be could be interesting yeah and and nowadays even when a new book launches it's like i i need to finish the book i'm currently reading and then like finish up like maybe i have something else that's already super high priority before i even jump into the next one so I, i'm always in awe of people who like who read the books immediately when they launch because I, I feel like i've rarely done that <laughs> yeah yeah, we should have a badge for that. I mean, I think we actually might have, <laughs> like, I think we talked about the badge about uh, for people who read the book very, or was it a stat? I think it was a stat. Like, you were among the fastest readers mm -hmm. after the book came out or something like that. Oh, yeah. But, we do have one of the things in the stat profile stats is, like, the book that, like, the number of pages you read per day was the most to complete it. So it's whatever book you read the fastest. Yeah, yeah exactly. Which is, yeah. which is a neat stat. Yeah. Yeah. That's a very yeah, good I, stat. I like that one. Yeah. Yeah. There, there like I looked be... at that one and I'm like, Oh yeah. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. That, that's pretty cool. I mean, we should definitely at the point where we'll have badges, make a badge for, for the fast readers. Mm. Oh, and for the, the convention, I wore my uh, new uh, hardcover shirt. Oh, here we go. <laughs> oh, wow, that's nice. <laughs> and it's and it's it's like a a fabric like quilted thing, oh, wow. not like a press-on. Oh, yeah. So I don't know how much it 
comes through, but it's like yeah, I yeah. think I can actually so the see does... in there. Okay, yeah, that's 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 really yeah, neat. Oh like wow, this... look at that! <laughs> All right. So this is like a, a, a demo, but I could uh, make a couple more. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I mean, I'd love a hardcover T-shirt. That would be really nice. What did uh, like did you talk to uh, like any people about? Uh, did any people ask about hardcover or? Um, was it more like Brandon Sanderson uh, <laughs> talk? Yeah, it was pretty much all Brandon Sanderson talk. I ended up not really feeling right to yeah like self promote, so I kind of just just had fun geeking out with other people. But yeah, well, next that, year I'd consider yeah. getting a booth. <laughs> well, yeah, definitely. That sounds good. How were the booths? Um, I mean, uh, were there like just places where people could advertise the stuff they were doing? It was it was probably about eighty booths, and about fifty of them were authors, uh, like with uh, like prom uh, promoting their books. Um, and then a lot of them were people just promoting other like goods that they produced, whether that's dice mm. or uh, mm. D and D figures or um, okay, some like yeah. uh, other crafted things, crafted goods. Yeah, I saw the Christmas decorations; those were pretty good. So those were like people, I, I love those. people were selling, not just like uh, were like uh, promoting. Yeah, I think the Christmas ones were like in cooperation with um, like Dragon Steel, but most mm. of them. But there were a lot of things that were like fan made um, creations for fun, like the um, like the yarn yarn characters, which were really cute. Nice. Yeah, I've seen those. Yeah, it's great. For uh, for today, I was thinking about uh, want to do like a, a deep dive into the 2023 year in books, kind of where we're at now. Um, just both of us kind of looking over it and uh, making a list of yeah. things we need to do from here on out. Yeah, definitely. I mean, there will be some spoilers for people who we'll see this but i'm guessing when we publish it by the time we publish it uh, they've they're already like gonna see it live so let me share my screen over here uh, wait. here we go just once i just pushed a couple things this morning if you want to pull in those changes okay that's perfect Ah, actually, I have to quit and reopen. I'll just like quickly exit and rejoin. And uh, okay. or maybe do you want to share the, the screen? But I haven't pushed like uh, the latest things. Uh, oh yeah, if there's new things you haven't pushed, then maybe it would be better to. Or unless you want to push those, and I can just pull them on, pull them up. Yeah, let me actually do that. So. Uh, okay. Mm, I can't actually push them. I've, uh, I'm on a new computer, so this is not working. 
Uh, open git log. So, yeah. Something if you want to share your screen, I could uh, help with the, the merge and everything. Yeah. Let me just quit because I have to offer Google Chrome the share. <laughs> seems to happen to me every time I set up a new computer. It's like the first time you share in Chrome, you have to go into settings and change that setting. Okay, we go. We're back. Okay. That took less than. <laughs> so entire screen. Here we go. So we've got this over here and we've got this over here and here we go. There's like lots of stuff in here. I can quickly go over this page or should we not uh, give people the spoilers? I think we could, but let's uh, first merge it in. That way you can get like all the changes uh, at once. Okay. So, so seeing this, I'm trying to commit all of these changes. And so let's so see. Make sure um, to figure your username and user email in Git. So. Oh yeah. So um, I think if you, um, the way I usually do that is if you open up, uh, like if you open up in code, um, the terminal in code and oh, do okay. uh, um, like run code and then um, till, or uh, it'll be just a code. And then tilde, oh, <laughs> code space, um, okay. like, a, what, what is it like? A, this? Yes. Um, and then sl forward slash dot get config. Like this? Yeah. Oh, here okay. So it's empty. Okay. So it was kind of just a, a quick way to see. And then what I usually do is like, if you add something like this at the beginning, um, and then Send it to you on Discord here. Okay, gotcha. Uh, it's kind of the same as what you could do from the command line, but this is just a simple way of doing it. Here we go. Okay, perfect. So save this. Yeah. And um, now. Oh, okay. Oh. It's actually working, so I'm just gonna write uh, changes to 2023. Don't write commit messages like these people. <laughs> I'm in, in a hurry. Uh, year in the books page. It works. Cool. Okay. Oh, great. So I can think. Oh, crap. What happened? Open git log. Eh. Command output. Hmm. I have divergent branches. Okay, so what I do is uh, in the terminal, so if you run get status here, what's it look like? It should probably say you are one commit behind and one commit, two commits each, respectively. So um, what I do is run uh, get pull space dash dash merge like this or, uh for oh. or yeah oh, like a, yeah 
or at least I thought that's the command. Um, git pull. Why am I thinking that's what it is? Um, or just like a, if you just run git pull, what does that do? Oh, let's see. Oop. Ah, okay. So um, I set that first config, like copy that that line that git config pull dot rebase false, and run that locally. So what that'll do is whenever you do a git pull now, it's going to use merge to uh, merge your changes with the other one as opposed to rebase. Yeah. So now if you just do a git pull, it should pull the changes, merge them. And so now there are parts that we both made the changes on. So now these will have to go through one by one. Okay, so results in margin there. Is that how you usually do it? So. <clears throat> da, da, da. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I made a couple of. Yeah. So the link has a class name. So Could I you can make... copy it. Could you make this uh, window a little bigger? Oh yeah. Sure. Uh, <laughs> wait. Sorry about that. Oh, cool. Yeah. Here we go. Cool. So I think this has another class name. Yeah. Yeah. I made the entire section uh, a link instead of having it be a div. That way, like if they clicked on kind of anywhere in the in the author section, it would kind of go to the author page. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, I'm just gonna uh, take yours, and uh, if there's anything, let's see, what did I do? Oh, okay, I just messed up with the style a bit. I'm gonna redo that. So I, I'm gonna accept incoming, and then there's this one. Uh, boom, boom, boom. For this, I'm going to accept current. So I just added the margin top. So, okay, this is good. And I just merge. Yeah. Complete merge. Okay. And here we go. We got this one resolving merge editor. So, what do we have here? Uh, we have a shadow. I'm going to accept the incoming. What's and you can that? accept uh, parts of both um, if you want to by doing like accept, um, accept combination that kind of combines both of them. Oh, okay. Oh, that's interesting. Let's see. Uh, so this one, uh, I'm going to accept the current or the next one. Let's see what I did. Uh, so accept combination. Ah, here. Oh, okay. This is what you meant. Okay. Nice. Yeah. So this Oh yeah, is... this this one I want to show you when, once we get to that point because I think it, it ended up looking really cool. Okay, uh, bo -bo I'm gonna accept incoming and complete merge. Okay, here we go. So should we be? No, not yet. So I did a bit of padding here. Complete merge. Boom boom. 
So this one. Oh what yeah. I, I, uh, I changed how you pass text into the, um, the text, uh, component so that you pass it in as children rather than as a string. That way it allows us to have multiple like paragraphs with the styling. Okay. Ah, perfect. Okay. So I'm just gonna do, so what did I do? Accept combination. Okay. So yes. Okay. And children. Okay. Just a little bit of styling. That was it on my end. So, oh, okay. So this is, yeah. ah, perfect. <laughs> I did a little bit of text over here as well. Uh, boom, boom, boom. You want to go over it or should I just like accept incoming? Want to use your background color there? Oh, the... yeah. Uh, how do I? Like, I think if you say, here? yeah, I think if you accept incoming and then use that one. Mm, accept incoming, okay. Uh... But now, might have to undo it oh. in the bottom. Oh, yeah, there you go. Incoming and then. Here we go. Complete merge. Okay, cool. Okay. Uh, I was going to put this at the end, if, mm -hmm. if that's okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm down for that. Yeah, let me, uh, did I? Yeah, I overridden the text. Uh, but we'll just change it afterwards. I'm just going to commit sync to changes. Because I have an end section and yeah. I was going to put stuff in there. Nice. Yeah. I was, I was on the fence about having that first anyway. So yeah, I like having that at the end. Yeah. It's better. There we go. So sweet. Okay. So now, oh, I also changed this image but I'll change it afterwards. So we've got this one and then boom, here we go. So all these yeah, yeah. sections. That was the, I added that like a. Oh, the background. Yeah. Okay. And it's added like a smoke 200. So it adds a little darkness around it. Kind of defines yeah, the area. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. I'll probably yeah. have to work on the flex over here, but yeah. So what, what I did is, uh, get Whoa. the images inspired by each of these books. So the way I did it is, uh, <laughs> I looked up a summary and based on the summary, I looked at a scene that might make sense from, from that book. And I generated an image based on that scene. And, uh, for some, I'm still, uh, looking at, uh, stuff that can be improved, but, uh, it's already like pretty nice. I'd <laughs> yeah. Say, with... That's very cool. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nice. And uh, yeah. Hey, hey. Well, yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, so all of these, so basically, yeah, this is up to the point where I made it. I still have a couple of sections left. 
Oh, and we also have prompts now. Okay, that's perfect. Cool. Nice. So uh, not long to go. We're almost done with, with this page. I think it's uh, been a huge effort, but soon it will be ready for publishing. So uh, go back to this. Um, I was going to ask, when do you think we should, we should publish this? I'm thinking the day after Christmas. The day after Christmas? Yeah, either but that or we do it on Christmas. <laughs> okay, but wouldn't that be, I mean, my worry is that we won't have enough time and people would be like already in holiday mode by mm. then. Uh, I've seen like, when does Letterbox do it? Because that might be like a good indication of- They, they do it on the first of the year. The first of the year, okay. Yeah, Cause they do it after kind of all the stats are in for the like December. We're kind of doing it early. So it's, we're kind of assuming that things won't change too much between when we publish this and like the end of the year. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but, well, they probably won't yeah. at least for, we can put a note on the December, uh, most read. Yeah. Which is Iron Flame. <laughs> yeah. Or it, it's, that's kind of a placeholder, but I just copied November. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Ah, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> that's good because I was struggling to generate two images that <laughs> would be, uh, about that book and would make sense. So. I made a little dark academia at Dragon University over here, and then I got a dragon in battle mode with uh, the uh, main character riding it. So, yeah, that would be good from my point of view. So, I guess, like, what's left to do now apart from uh, a couple of uh, weeks i also made it mobile friendly so it should be pretty, pretty nice, good nice. For, for mobile as well um i guess now what would be left to do is validate these pictures so you know they're kind of like in tune with um the actual books so you know there's uh pretty accurate depiction of a scene in the book. Mm, yeah. Um, Maybe, yeah, once we're to a comfortable point, we could probably probably share that with the like librarian channel and have mm -hmm. them be kind of the first look at this and see if they think that these images accurately reflect scenes from each book. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be great because that's what we want to like express um, what's the book the most uh, read or the top book uh, yeah a scene from the top book and uh, uh, show people how how that looks like because it looks pretty i mean this is <laughs> this is really nice I still have, I, I did a lot of variations for Yumi and the Nightmare <laughs> Painter, but oh, I'm yeah. still like working on a couple of versions. I was trying to get them in this, like, yeah, another setup. And, uh, 
I'm not happy with uh, some of the details, but uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get there. <laughs> yeah. Some of these, some of these, I think will be tricky to get like an accurate, like character representation. Yeah. But I mean, I think, yeah. I think getting the, getting them past like kind of a pass with the librarians will help with that for sure. Like they're mm -hmm. probably fine little things like, Oh, this character doesn't wear this kind of clothing or this character, you know, has this color hair and then we can tweak things from there. Mm hmm. Yeah, exactly. That's like, that's going to be, I mean, for some, it would probably be an approximation for, uh, for here, for example, I tried, tried to make this jacket red, uh, from the prompt as best I could, but it would only for some reason, give me a green pirate jacket because, <laughs> uh, I looked at some of the uh, fan art and the jacket was red, uh, so I wanted to make it red, but no matter how much I tried <laughs> to make the freaking jacket red or bright red, or it just ended up like this. Hmm. There were yeah. a lot of people dressed up as Tress at Dragon uh, Steel. <laughs> really? Okay. We have a picture of uh, one of them might be uh, like really useful for 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 the prompts. Yeah. I'm sure I could find one. Yeah, just for us to know how to actually describe the clothing, because, you know, since it's books, we rely on the <laughs> visual description. So I, I had a, a couple notes section, a couple notes on sections. I was curious to um, see what you thought of. Yeah, yeah, let's um, go through them. Yeah. Do you want me to share my screen or do you want to keep sharing yeah, yours? Ahead. Yeah. Um, let me, let me pull in your changes real quick. Okay. Refresh. And probably don't need to be an entire page. Putting this on my like large monitor kind of makes it a uh, probably even bigger than the average person would look at it. So this is a, <laughs> yeah. a slightly slimmed down version. Um, so yeah, some of the areas I had notes on, um, I was thinking for the ambulance for, 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 uh, for this section, one thing I was thinking is like, you know, there's a lot of, lower space down here mm -hmm. and i really like how like once we get into these sections it's like very centered mm -hmm. i was wondering about how we can make these sections feel more like that where it's like it's taking up like the middle part of the page rather than like the top part of the page mm -hmm. yeah with these uh, i think like the effect we went for at first was to have that background image uh as a background image with the logo and the navigation up top. So we could actually make the container centered and make that image. I think we also had some designs similar to this, make that image uh, 
with more padding up top and on the sides, so it's central, like those uh, sections in the bottom. So it would be like exactly the same, but uh, it would have more padding up top. It would be centered so that it kind of detaches it because right now the idea is that it, the top image would be like a cover image uh, or we could make the top image literally like half of the screen, but I think it would take a bit too much of uh, the space. It would uh, be a little bit overwhelming. Uh, yeah, I think, yeah, I feel like having it only almost show up almost like a, a slide in the middle. Mm-hmm. Could, because then we could kind of shrink everything down. Yeah, we had uh, some designs in Figma that were pretty pretty similar. Uh, yeah, yeah. So it would basically be uh, if you like, quickly want to jump in Figma, I can I can yeah. show you what I had in mind. So I have. Uh... This here is. Yeah, so imagine like this is it. And I think it also will be nicer because the we can make the container for the review and the title a bit narrower. I think now it kind of spans a bit too much, what? you know, left and right. <laughs> yeah. Um... So <laughs> just do this, or we can even, you know, in, oh yeah, here we go. Or yeah. In, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, what do you I, think? yeah, I I think I like, I like that more than, more than this. Like, I think also like the area around here kind of makes it easier to focus on the book mm -hmm. as opposed to here where it feels like the, I'm on like the book page again. Yeah. And yeah, I like it. Yeah, on the book page, it works because there's a lot going on underneath and the uh, cover is just the narrow, uh, you know, slither of, uh, uh, of an image up top. And then there's like what's like interesting over here. If we make it have the screen to uh, fill up the space at the bottom, well, it's not going to be like this on most screens. On most screens, it's probably going to cut right. Uh, I mean, on my laptop, it cuts right uh, underneath the review. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I... Uh, yeah, I, I think I, I definitely like this direction. And Nice. I can do some styling for uh, the sections uh, that use that and make it more like that and centered because the the sections with uh, the images left and right those really look good on any screen. Oh yeah, yeah, so. I've I've really liked yeah, these uh these sections. Um cool. Yeah. We should Any, make the, yeah. I was going to say one of the things that I, I, I like this little like 
some like definition for the other text, but I wonder if that might look out of place on, on these ones, but because yeah, it would kind of have to go over. <laughs> yeah. Like, cause it's, these kind of blend into each other. So you couldn't do that. And if you did it across the entire thing, then there could be like, yes, small background so that it's boxed. I mean, for, for the book sections, I didn't mind that they were not boxed. I mean, uh, it's good that some sections can be, I think this needs to be like, even, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's not, it's not looking too bad. I mean, this can be, but yeah, I don't know. If you uh, deselected on yours, let me see. Oh yeah, no, I deselected it. Okay. Oh, maybe I selected. Oh, I have it selected. What's there that? you go. <laughs> oh. oh yeah, I see. Yeah. Um, yeah, it creates some, some weird space, you know, around here, around here. That's, that's the problem because this, this is kind of like a tricky layout. So, um, it would need, you know, to balance out the space, it would need probably like some padding, uh, mm. to just make it even across or could be just like this. Still, there are some areas, see, over here and over here where it's weird if it's in a box. So maybe even if, you know, you've got the... Uh, there are... The, what I did on um, on mobile is that Discover jumps uh, in the center so that it's like this. You've got this in the center, you've got this, you've got this, and then you've got the, so oh, yeah. that definitely would work better, but the review is the one that needs to be left aligned. So it needs a bit more space and it would have like smaller. Yeah. Or we I could think... do, yeah. Or what about like a, doing like this and then I'm just playing with like what if it was enclosing both of them like that yeah that's not that's not bad yeah yeah see that actually looks good I mean uh, the boxing I'm okay with it I used to do this you remember you know at first when we design stuff. I always put stuff in boxes, but <laughs> I think like moving, uh, I don't know. At some point we started moving away from that, but this looks good. It gives it a bit yeah. more structure. Yeah. Like if I was to compare that and this, it, yeah, it feels, it feels like much more defined, like, especially since these are going to be scrolling through and like, you know, we'll be kind of going through them like uh, slides in a deck. This this feels more like a slide in a deck. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's gonna. I mean, we'll have to see how it looks on uh, the wider, the no, regular. Sorry, laptop resolutions because. Uh, yeah. True. I'm guessing that would. Uh, what I'm worried is that uh, now the height, for instance, on most laptops. Uh, sometimes it even cuts the review, so you don't have that space at the bottom, only on big screens. Uh, this would make it uh, significantly, I think, uh, like the height here is equal almost to, so it's almost a square, so we'd have to center it on the screen. So I'd say maybe duplicate the layout, see how it looks like, because it might not uh, on regular screens. I mean, most screens, which people are likely to view it on, it might not look so good as it does here. It might just like be a square that's squished mm -hmm. uh, from top and bottom. That's yeah. my, my worry. Uh, we, could, we could make the cover a different size in different screens if that helps too or it might i'm thinking the the review is usually the one that pushes the layout yeah. uh, but uh let's it looks way different from experience when uh, uh styling these you know in code it's like really different than how they feel in figma so i'd yeah. say maybe just duplicate one of the layouts or like redo one of the uh, single book layouts, see how it looks like. And then if it works, change all of them. Yeah. I kind of like the cover for those. It kind of like puts a different feel to the, to the page, but uh, yeah. yeah. I also like the one that fades yeah, in. Cut even out though... Oh, sorry. I think. I got a bit cut. Yeah, off. we're back. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the ones with lots of lots of space and... around them look good, and I have to see how I can make this full screen height so that it doesn't like stack up top the intro header. Mm. Yeah. What, what else was there? Um, let's see. So one one thought I had was uh, for each section, we're kind of choosing like a single color. Um, I was thinking what about using two colors and a gradient between them that are like really close to each other? Like, yeah. like uh, you know, 95% similar. And yeah, of course. Like a diagonal gradient or something like that. Yeah. So basically we'd have first color, second color. So we wouldn't just set one color, we'd set two colors. Yeah. If that's, I mean, yeah. definitely I think gradient would be nice. And I'm a fan of those. Uh, there's an account I follow that does these uh, Japanese gradients. So they're like woodblock gradients, which are mm -hmm. like the most color coordinated things ever. And uh, <laughs> they source the gradients from those. So 
on, on some sections, especially the ones with big images, uh, the ones with left, right, the left, right layout, yeah, a gradient would look very nice. Yeah. And kind of in that same idea about adding like a, uh, like a, I think I added it here, like a shadow on one or both of these elements. Yeah, on both works. A shadow works, which will also make the images just like half and half. So they, so it's square images instead of what it is now. Oh yeah. So they're more like this. Uh, but uh, yeah, we'll we'll definitely do that. Um, yeah, these layouts are amazing. So this with the gradient. Um, let's see what else. Um, sometimes it like doesn't load all of the sections for some reason. I've noticed this in, in development mode and I'm not exactly sure why it's like a, it feels like a next JS problem. Cause like it should be showing all the authors here, but it's only showing one. Have you had that problem? Yeah, I know. Yes. I, um, I didn't know what was happening and I was afraid to ask, but <laughs> I assumed it was like a loading problem. Um, there's also one other weird thing I haven't gotten to the bottom of, and that was, I mean, maybe you uh, will have an easier job than I would. Uh, there's a weird uh, thing happening where there's another div. See, there's that sidebar on the side. That sidebar shouldn't be there. You mean I like how this one's find this where, yeah, see, there's a, there's, yeah this thing uh, that I'm assuming is another wrapper that wraps the whole thing that uh, gets added. And it might be yeah. like an H full, uh, full height kind of thing. So we have this uh, window that scrolls the sections and snaps, but on top of that, or like, uh, yeah, uh, in closing that we have another, apparently another section that generates that sidebar and yeah, <laughs> I couldn't find that one. Oh, nice. I was going to say I was like, if I space barred or page down, it didn't work, but it looks like you've already fixed that. <laughs> oh yeah. 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 I've managed to fix one sidebar, but not the other. <laughs> I don't know where it's coming from. Cool. I think the HTML has a actual like HTML has a H full, like full height uh, mm -hmm. class name to it. And that's what might be triggering it, but I couldn't find where that comes from. So yeah, maybe you'll be luckier. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll have a look into it, but yeah, that's the only thing. Uh, yeah, I can look into that one. Yeah. Um, cool. Must be a wrapper or some kind that's coming in. Yeah. There's also this weird flickering for some sections after there's like a longer section, like this one, like most bookmark lists. Um, so if you go at the bottom after this, maybe it's just me. I haven't seen it flicker on your screen. Hmm. 
Maybe it's not flickering anymore. What was happening? Like, is it, it a background? It was just uh, flickering the lists when I scrolled to one of the sections at the bottom. Yeah. So when I did this, it just like flickered the lists for half, like one tenth of a second. Huh. But yeah, no, it's good now. Hmm. Cool. Yeah, uh, I fixed it. Yep. Yeah. Take credit. You fixed it. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Cool. Um, yeah, I think uh, I think how we handle one, one of the other questions I had was yeah how we handle these sections where it's like it's a scroll but it's it's working like it you can scroll within it and then when oh, yeah. you're done it snaps to the next one which is mm -hmm. really cool. Yeah, 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 it's actually like instead of putting it as a h uh, a full height section. It's, uh, you set it as a minimum full height. So it's at minimum a full height, but if it needs to scroll, it just scrolls. So yeah, it was just like a small fix. Nice. Wow. Yeah. That's like best case for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Scroll snap is really like nice and intuitive once, you know. Oh, okay. I have one other thing. Um, so for each of these. Pretty much every section we have, whether that's uh, most read in a month or anywhere else, we have a we have a list that corresponds with this that we could link to. Um, so for each of these, if we wanted to, we could have a link to the list. But mm -hmm. I'm wondering how we should link to that. Like we could make this a link, or we could add like an icon or mm, maybe the icon. I mean, we don't want people navigating away from this page necessarily or making like missteps on mobile or that kind of thing as they're scrolling. So maybe just an icon and make it like not that maybe 50% opacity. Just so is there like uh, any SEO or any like other advantage if we place that link there? Um, no, I think, I think it's mostly just for usability. Like if people want to, um, you know, if like they want to go to this list of most read books from any year read in 2023, mm -hmm. like how they, how they get there, just, uh, just providing them yeah. a way to get there. Yeah. Uh, let's put like a small icon just, uh, to, uh, link people to, to there maybe. Or put a link on the whole thing, but without the underline. Uh, that could work too. Yeah. And we should also maybe have for each of these sections a share button. I know people in the Discord mention there they'd like like a share button on some pages where mm. uh, they. I'm guessing, you know, some people prefer that to actually copying the link, just having the share button over there. And I'm guessing from a usability standpoint, we want people to share it and remind them that, you know, they can share it uh, from uh, any point in the, yeah, whole. Uh... Yeah. Should, should we just uh, make it like a, a thing up here to share and then? Yeah, maybe. Like... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it would be nice to have the um, 
uh, anchor for the section as well. So when you share and you're on a, I wanted to see if I can make uh, the actual URL change the anchor link as you scroll. That would be like really good. I, I was actually thinking about that and I think we shouldn't do that actually. I think we yeah. should encourage people to, to always link to the, the front. That way they, oh, okay. it's kind of like, like people could get a link and share it to a specific section. But I think the kind of the default way of sharing and the default way of like linking to the page should be linking to the top. Okay. That, that makes sense. We want them to have this full experience. Yeah. I noticed that our box did this. So the, the URL changed for each section. Mm. So I thought that ah, maybe that's a thing, but yeah, now that you're saying it, it's better to have them go through the whole thing. I mean, it's not, it's enjoyable. It's not like that long. They can browse, like yeah. if they go really fast, they can do it in two minutes. If they like <laughs> to take their time, they can do it in 10 minutes. So it's not like that much. And I love that every book cover on here is like interactive with a description and a, a book button. Yeah, that's amazing. Like, and uh, <laughs> this is going to be very nice for browsing for books to uh, to read, especially on such like a wide spectrum of everything. <laughs> uh, um, let's see. I think I think that's everything I had. Yeah, I think the only other thing for me is like adding the other couple sections that we're still finalizing, but um, kind of like uh, common tropes from the year, things like that. Mm -hmm. And then what books people are looking forward to in 2024. But I think all of those will be pretty straightforward. Oops. Yeah, wait, I think you got cut off. So if you asked something, I didn't hear it. Oh, oh I was just saying, uh, yeah, I think I only have a couple of last things to figure out, which are like the couple sections we haven't added yet for um, like common book tropes and mm -hmm. 2024 books. But yeah, yeah. that's perfect. I'll uh, finish up with all the images, I think tomorrow. So we can, if you add those sections in, I can pull it and add the first like draft for each one uh, as well. Cool. And then we can share it with the librarians and uh, get it get it checked. Yeah, sounds good to me. Perfect. Well, yeah. This yeah, is, this is <laughs> it's coming along. <laughs> Wait, I think you you're uh, I I think uh yeah even oh, adding okay. like more reviews is gonna help it too because the reviews that are in there really, yeah, they, they really like personalize it in a, in a way I wasn't expecting. So I'm mm -hmm. very happy with the, with those. Yeah. Yeah. There are some nice reviews and I love that there are some like reviews that are really similar to how people, uh, review films on Letterboxd. Hmm. Yeah. It's, it's going to be like really, really fun. And I'm hoping, uh, whoever gets, uh, featured on this page will share it because it's their review. It, it might be like a nice surprise for people to see their review on there. So I'm hoping they will share it oh. and 
you know, actually be surprised. Yeah. Cool. Nice. Yeah, wow. this is coming along really nicely. It's gonna be, I mean, it's gonna be the most fun, I think. I mean, yeah. It's like the, the whole sum up. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to, uh, yeah, see what people think. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Nice. Well, wow. I'm gonna go uh, continue working on those things we talked about. And yeah, we can uh, see where we are next week. <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. I'll put them in tomorrow and yeah, Sounds we'll good. go according to plan. Perfect. <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks everybody. Thanks for the session, Adam. And uh, yeah. Talk, <laughs> Talk to you later. Week. See ya. Bye-bye.